Before history is written, it's played. Before it's frozen in time, it's fought one shift at a time. Before it's etched in silver, it's carved in ice. What happens next will last forever. The Stanley Cup Final on ABC and ESPN Plus begins Saturday. We took it all. We brought them to our land. An endless night. Ember hot and icy cold. The rage of the earth. We made this curse. Carved it in the blood on our backs. We did not see. We could not, but she did. And in the end... What will I become? Senwa Saga. Hellblade 2. Play it now with Game Pass. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. It's time to play like a jet with your host, Scott Mason. Play like a jet. What does that mean? Here they come on third and five. Wilson, boy, somehow escapes. He's going to run for it. Plenty of green grass. Wilson stays in bounds. He's still going. And he's in. Touchdown. Zach Wilson pulling a magic trick. Down the middle, he's got it. Elijah Moore, the 20, the 10, the 5, touchdown. Two minutes, Barry. That was Sauce Gardner coming in hot. Garrett Wilson, here he goes. Goodbye and hello, Enzo. And Dyke swarmed, swallowed, and sacked. Guess who? You only got one guess, Jermaine Johnson. Here's Brees Hall looking for history. Hall with his 24th straight game with a rushing touchdown. From the playlikeajet.com digital studio, this is Play Like a Jet. My name is Scott Mason. You can follow me on Twitter at playlikeajet1. And we are going to talk about the Jets' positions as we head into training camp. We're doing positional reviews over at playlikeajet.com. And those are being written by our senior writer, Tommy Griffin Krantz. He started off doing one about tight ends. And so we're going to talk about the Jets' tight ends today as we get ready to see what they do in a couple of weeks once training camp gets going over at Florham Park. Going to be hot, but the tight end position is heating up, so that makes sense. Tommy, thanks so much for coming on and talking about the article you wrote over at playlikeajet.com. Hey, Scott. Yeah, glad to be here. Glad to talk about it. Uh, tight end's actually going to be sort of an exciting position for the Jets. Three new players should be a position of strength, actually, for the first time in a very long time. Three new players that were all desperately needed, Tommy. And before we talk about what the Jets' tight end room is going to look like this year and we go through the stats that you put together in the article, you found some really cool stuff. We've got to talk about where the Jets were at at 2021. We could go back a little further and really depress ourselves. But here's what the Jets had in 2021. Ryan Griffin, Tyler Croft, Trevon Wesco, Kenny Yaboa. Kenny Yaboa was a player that was signed as an undrafted free agent. Some people had some hopes for him. He got in there a little bit toward the end. Didn't do a lot, but we'll see what he does in training camp. Maybe he has a chance to stick or stay on the practice squad. Trevon Wesco is one of those guys that everybody's been trying to convince us is actually good. It all started on draft day 
when I think it was Brian Baldinger called him baby Gronk, which is always the kiss of death. (laughs) Anytime you compare anyone out of college to Gronk, you know that it's going to be a problem. And Wesco really hasn't done much. I mean, I guess he's had a few blocks here and there. Tyler Croft was brought in as a blocking tight end. And to that end, he was okay. Didn't really contribute much on the offensive side of the ball, and he was hurt quite a bit. And Ryan Griffin, that was a player that they re-signed for some reason that I still can't figure out. And now he's gone because he can't catch and he's not good. So that's where the Jets were at in 2021. And it was one of the worst tight end rooms, if not the worst tight end room in the entire league, if we're being honest about it. Right, Tommy? Right, absolutely. I mean, Ryan Griffin was their leading tight end with 27 catches for 261 yards. (laughs) <laughs> that was the best that they had last year. So, you know, moving into this uh, next season with these the new additions, I mean, they should be vastly, vastly improved at that position. And the new additions began in free agency. We knew the Jets were going to sign a tight end. We did not expect them to sign two, and then they actually drafted one on top of it. I remember for a while, everybody, including me, was putting Trey McBride into their mock drafts. And then when the Jets went out and signed these two tight ends that they got, people started to pull back on that, figured maybe the Jets would take a tight end, probably not in the second round. They did not take one in the second round. We'll get to what they did in a little bit. But first, let's talk about who they added. C.J. Ozama, who is the starting tight end for the Cincinnati Bengals, and Tyler Conklin, who is the starting tight end for the Minnesota Vikings. Both of these guys had interesting journeys. It took them a while to really make a name for themselves. But Conklin is especially interesting to me because he originally was a scholarship basketball player who then decided he'd rather play football. And then he was a late bloomer in college, gets to the NFL as a late draft pick, and ends up having to develop as a tight end. Didn't really break out until his last year with the Vikings. Earned a contract. They wanted to keep him, just couldn't afford to do it. The Jets swoop in. They bring both of these guys in. And the thing that I really like about Conklin is he seems to be a player on the rise. Ozama is somebody that people are familiar with. He has a media presence and all of that. Played for a Bengals team that went to the Super Bowl. Good player, solid tight end. He's somebody that you're more worried about staying healthy than Tyler Conklin. But both guys may have their best football ahead of them, especially Tyler Conklin. Those are the type of players you want to go out and get, the young ascending players who you're making a relatively cheap bet on because neither one of these guys broke the bank, but if it pays off, it could pay off in a really big way. Yeah, Uzama, I mean, you look at him, he's 29 and he is at a central casting as far as tight end, six foot six, 260 pounds. The guy looks like a superhero. And, uh, and then you go ahead and you look at Conklin and he's uh, 26, had his terrific season last year, broke out in a big way, as you said. And a guy who's uh, seems like he's on the, on the way up. His best football is still in front of him. I mean, last year he had uh, only one drop pass all season. We took it all. We brought them to our land. An endless night. Ember hot and icy cold. The rage of the earth. We made this curse. Carved it in the blood on our backs. We did not see. We could not, but she did. And in the end, what will I become? Senwa Saga, Hellblade 2. Play it now with Game Pass. 
When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Anatomy of an ad. Subconsciously trigger emotions through music. Perfect. Define an opportunity. Imagine talking to millions of people across the U.S. like I am now. Identify a problem. Creating an audio ad is time-consuming. Offer a solution. Utilize cutting-edge AI. Imagine creating all that in under 30 seconds. Well, we did. To create this ad... To learn more about AI in the audio industry, download the white paper from audiostack.ai. Anatomy of an ad. Subconsciously trigger emotions through music. Perfect. Define an opportunity. Imagine talking to millions of people across the U.S. like I am now. Identify a problem. Creating an audio ad is time-consuming. Offer a solution. Utilize cutting-edge AI. Imagine creating all that in under 30 seconds. Well, we did. To create this ad, to learn more about AI in the audio industry, download the white paper from audiostack.ai. Play like a jet. Play like a jet. In addition to not dropping a lot of passes, Tommy, Conklin was a better blocker than most people realize. I know that statistically he doesn't show out to be one of the top tight ends, but Luke Grant, the Thunder from Down Under, has a video up breaking down Tyler Conklin, and he showed instances where Conklin certainly showed promise as a blocker. Uzama was the 18th-ranked pass-blocking tight end, according to PFF. So he wasn't a great blocker, but he was passable. I think that's a step in the right direction because I know that Tyler Croft was a solid pass blocker when he was in, but the Jets haven't had guys that can contribute both as pass blockers and as actual weapons in the offense. Now they have two guys that at least are decent blockers and seem to be on the rise when it comes to their ability to make plays in the passing game. Yeah, one of the kind of incredible things that I, I it's not in the article, but I, I sort of saw it afterwards. Uh, Conklin had 593 yards last year, which ranked him 10th among tight ends in the NFL. But that would have ranked him tied for 12th in the history of the Jets. <laughs> <laughs> the Jets haven't had a tight end catch for over 600 yards since 2010. Dustin Keller was the last tight end they had that went over 600 yards. Safe to say, Tommy, it's been a while since the Jets have had a real impact player at tight end. Even Dustin Keller was pretty erratic. Then you go back, you had Johnny Mitchell. I guess, really, it's Mickey Schuler who you would point yeah. to as the guy that made an impact at tight end. Mitchell was okay. Dustin Keller was okay. But they haven't had a consistent playmaker at that spot. We'll see if Conklin or Ozama fit that bill. They certainly seem to be major upgrades over what the Jets had. Wouldn't have taken much if we're being honest about it. And then we talk about what the Jets did in the NFL draft. And, of course, we have a video up on Jeremy Ruckert, who the Jets selected in the third round. The Thunder from down under, Luke Grant, put it together, and he compared Jeremy Ruckert to Dalton Schultz. Tommy, you talk quite a bit about Jeremy Ruckert in your article over at playlikeajet.com. What did you find on him and what do you think he brings to this Jets offense? So one of the things you like about him, and I think Luke mentioned it in his video too, is where he, he's able to attack the seams, Ruckert. And uh, he 
is uh, really great. He, he catches the ball away from his body, and he's great at adjusting to passes. I think uh, there was the catch that he had in the championship game. I think Luke, actually Luke has it in the video. The one-handed catch that he made against um, uh, Alabama in the championship game two years ago. But he's a he's an athletic kid. He can you know absolutely. I think his best football is ahead of him. You know he didn't have a lot of opportunity with all the uh, wide receiver talent they had at Ohio State. So I think you're gonna you know and with the Jets, you know some you're, you're looking. He's probably going to be behind these other two guys initially. So he can sort of ease his way into the NF into the NFL. You know, there's, there's not going to be a lot on his shoulders as a rookie with Uzama and uh, Conklin there in front of him in the tight end room. The interesting part of that, Tommy, is that it was sort of what happened with Tyler Conklin. As I said, late bloomer in college, still really kind of learning the entire tight end position because remember, Jeremy Ruckert did not play tight end in high school, didn't know how to do most of the things that a tight end needed to do position specific. Now, he knew how to catch the ball, make plays the way that we saw on film, but tight end was completely new to him, and he wasn't used that much at Ohio State. You're betting on his upside here if you're the Jets because that ball went to the wide receivers much more. They ran the ball. The quarterbacks made plays with their legs, especially Justin Fields. So we didn't see all that Jeremy Rucker could do. We saw little glimpses of it. Small sample size. So that's what the Jets are banking on. They're hoping that he can blossom the way that Tyler Conklin did in Minnesota. Right. It's, it's pretty neat the way the Jets sort of have this set up. <clears throat> they brought in the two uh, veterans, but the way, you know, Yuzam is 29 years old. I think he's on a two-year deal. So he's going to be there for the next two years. And then you got Conklin, who looks like he's ascending player at 26, had a breakout season last year. So Rucker can sort of be there. So when, you know, in a couple of years, Yuzama, moves on, boom, they can sort of, Ruckert is there to, you know, be the next in line. Seems like there's almost a plan there. Exactly what Minnesota was doing when they drafted Tyler Conklin, worked out for them. We will see if it works out for the New York Jets. But Tommy, one thing that they definitely have this year that they have not had in a long time, in addition to actual functional tight ends, that's something that people have been screaming about them getting for a while. Now, on paper at least, it appears they have that. They've got depth at the position. And this is a theme of the offseason. The Jets have depth at more positions than they have in a really long time. Which again, as you just alluded to, suggests that they have an actual plan. So if you look at what they've got at tight end, we talked about them getting Azama first. Then they went out and they got Conklin. Then they drafted Jeremy Ruckert. On top of that, they've got actual options in terms of bottom of the roster competition and even potentially the practice squad. I talked about Kenny Yeboah before. Kenny Yeboah was a guy who made some waves at Ole Miss and people thought he had potential. He didn't get a lot of playing time last year. Now he's learned the offense. Maybe he can do something in training camp and in the preseason to either stick on the practice squad or maybe somehow make the active roster. It's a long shot, but it could happen. Lawrence Cager, same thing. They've decided to convert him to tight end, so maybe he finds a way to stick. He certainly got the size. Now it's just a question of whether or not he learns how to play the tight end position effectively enough to be either on the active roster or, more likely, on the practice squad. And then you take a look at Trevon Wesco. Everybody talks about him as a fullback. That's probably really more where he's at at this point. Will he stick on the roster? Depends on what they really view him as. If they think that he's 
going to take a step forward as a fullback. Remember, the 49ers always like to use those fullbacks. Kyle Juszczyk. I'm not saying that Trevon Wisco has even the slightest prayer of being anywhere near as good as Kyle Juszczyk. I'm just saying maybe they view him in that role as a fullback the way that the 49ers had Kyle Juszczyk. If that's the case, maybe he sticks. But at least now the Jets don't have to rely on a competition between three players like that to go out and have to play meaningful games for them during the regular season. It was always a race to the bottom at that position, and now the Jets don't have to deal with that. Yeah, it's wild. You know, I remember last year, Kenny Aboa, when they signed him up uh, as an undrafted free agent, thinking, wow, uh, this guy has a chance to stick. There's nobody on this the roster who's going <laughs> to – that can basically in his way to making the squad. And then now you look at him now, and it's very hard to see a path for him or Kadri really to, to, to get meaningful snaps on, on the roster. Tommy, I know you always tend to come up with little gems that a lot of people didn't find. We've talked a lot about the wide receiver gem that you found before the draft about getting established wide receivers for second-year QBs to help them make that leap. It's a really interesting stat, and you tend to go out and get things that other people overlooked. you find anything about any of these guys that really stood out to you that we haven't discussed yet? I mean, just I think the the drop rates for the two quarterbacks that the Uzama and uh, Conklin is is pretty 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 good. I mean, uh, Conklin had a one one point six drop rate, and uh, Uzama had a seven point two, and that's you know last year Croft was at twenty percent drop rate, and Griffin was at ten percent. So that's a pretty <laughs> giant difference. When you look at it, Tommy, and you take into account what the Jets had last year and you compare what they now have to the rest of the league, and this is something that a lot of people don't do, and they really should. I've talked about this in the past. You can't just look at the Jets making improvements. You have to look at it compared to the rest of the league. Some other teams have made improvements. Other teams were already ahead of the Jets and may still be ahead of the Jets, but now you see a situation where, theoretically at least, the Jets have an opportunity to be a league average team when it comes to tight end production, or at least in the neighborhood of league average. Do you think that's a fair thing to say, Tommy? Oh, 100%. <laughs> I think, you know, obviously as a, as a fan, a longtime fan, you, you sort of you, you overestimate, you know, what, what these guys are. You, you sort of fall in love with your, your players, your team. But, um, you know, with Uzama and Conklin, uh, definitely, I mean, def top 15 guys, tight ends probably in the league. So you're right there about league average. And that is a market improvement from what, what was there last year. Tommy, you know it's going to be important because Mike LaFleur has discussed specifically how he envisions using the tight ends to help lift Zach Wilson. He's discussed specifically how the tight ends will help the offense in general rise up. So having these guys here is going to be very impactful, at least in theory it should be, for the Jets in 2022. How do you envision, based on what you found with these guys and their production so far in the NFL, Mike LaFleur using them to help Zach Wilson and help the offense overall function better than they did in 2021? Well, I think the big thing with, with uh, Uzama and Conklin is the yards after catch. I think Uzama was like sixth in Yak amongst tight ends last year. So just sort of Wilson being able to, you know, we had his his yips a little bit last season with some of the easy passes at times, but um, you, you, you have to be 
pretty confident that he's going to be able to, you know, fix that up, you know, missing those short passes. But if he can ha- have guys like this that can, he can hit short passes too, that they turn a, you know, a five yard quick, you know, leak route out and they turn it into a 15 to 20 yard first down. I mean, that, that's just going to get the, the offense moving and keeping them on the field, getting the sticks moving. Going to be a lot of two tight end sets too, right? Right. I mean, when you have got, you know, these, these guys are talented players. Why, why wouldn't you get them on there? And, you know, that's sort of a staple of uh, uh, Shanahan system. We don't need to do labels, but we're going to anyway because it's fun. So people will say, who's going to be the more impactful tight end? Who's going to be the tight end one? Is it going to be Azama? Is it going to be Conklin? Based on what you discovered and now heading into training camp, knowing what you know about the LaFleur offense, the way Zach Wilson plays, how everything should fit together, who do you think is going to wind up being a better value for the Jets and being a more important contributor for them not only in 2022, but going forward, Tyler Conklin or CJ Ozama. All right. So if you're looking at these two guys, obviously Ozama uh, has been around. He has a bit more of a resume. He's been around a little bit longer, but I think Conklin after his season last year, he sort of, he's learned the position. Now he is coming into his prime. He's 26 years old. And the other thing with Ozama is he has a little bit of an injury, injury history. So I think that Conklin is going to end up being sort of working his way into tight end one and being the better overall tight end as far as his career at the Jets. Tommy Griffin-Cran, senior writer over at playlikeajet.com. Thanks so much for coming on and breaking down your article, previewing the tight end position, heading into training camp with me. Really appreciate it. You've got a whole series that you're going to be doing, a different position every single week. Talk about what you've written recently, what people can read over at playlikeajet.com, and what's coming up in this series. Sure. Um, So this one right here we did was tight ends. That was the first of the series. And then uh, we're going to go look at every position. We're going to look at the tight ends. (laughs) We're going to look at the wide receivers, running backs, all the new additions on both sides of the ball. And we're going to do that. That's going to be up every Friday morning, afternoon, going forward. And, uh, yeah, I'm excited about the whole series. should be uh, a good look at the the incomplete entire roster and all the improvements that the Jets made during the offseason. Make sure you read all of Tommy's articles over at playlikeajet.com and follow him on Twitter at TheRealTGriff. I must remind you, you make sure it's at the real T-Griff, not the fake T-Griff, because the fake T-Griff is going to try and ask you for money. He's going to say he's got winning lotto numbers or something, so make sure that you follow Tommy at the real T-Griff. Otherwise, you might end up getting conned out of a bunch of money or, even worse, following a Patriots fan or something. So follow Tommy on Twitter. Read his articles over at playlikeajet.com. Check out everything that we're doing over on the Play Like a Jet YouTube channel. The Thunder from Down Under, Luke Grant, has got some fantastic videos up covering, among others, the tight ends that we discussed, all three of them. He's got videos on C.J. Ozama, Tyler Conklin, and Jeremy Ruckert. So watch them if you haven't already, and subscribe if you haven't already. Visit our store, tpublic.com. That's T-E-E-Public.com. We've got the John Franklin Myers, Quinn and Williams, Bless You, Thank You shirt, the Zach the Ripper shirt, the Zach Says Go Long shirt, the Play Like a Jet logo shirt, caps, mugs, hoodies. It's all there, tpublic.com. That's T-E-E-Public.com. And be sure to give us a five-star review for the podcast on iTunes if you haven't done that already. Easy way to help out the show if you like what we're doing. Doesn't take you much time, doesn't cost you any money, but it goes a long way to help us out. So if you could go ahead and do that for us, we'd be quite grateful. 
And for the latest and greatest in New York Jets podcasts and content, you know where to go. That's Play Like a Jet Digital and playlikeajet.com. Anatomy of an ad. Subconsciously trigger emotions through music. Perfect. Define an opportunity. Imagine talking to millions of people across the U.S. like I am now. Identify a problem. Creating an audio ad is time-consuming. Offer a solution. Utilize cutting-edge AI. Imagine creating all that in under 30 seconds. Well, we did. To create this ad, to learn more about AI in the audio industry, download the white paper from audiostack.ai. Anatomy of an ad. Subconsciously trigger emotions through music. Perfect. Define an opportunity. Imagine talking to millions of people across the U.S. like I am now. Identify a problem. Creating an audio ad is time-consuming. Offer a solution. Utilize cutting-edge AI. Imagine creating all that in under 30 seconds. Well, we did. To create this ad, to learn more about AI in the audio industry, download the white paper from audiostack.ai. Anatomy of an ad. Subconsciously trigger emotions through music. Perfect. Define an opportunity. Imagine talking to millions of people across the U.S. like I am now. Identify a problem. Creating an audio ad is time-consuming. Offer a solution. Utilize cutting-edge AI. Imagine creating all that in under 30 seconds. Well, we did. To create this ad, to learn more about AI in the audio industry, download the white paper from audiostack.ai. Anatomy of an ad. Subconsciously trigger emotions through music. Perfect. Define an opportunity. Imagine talking to millions of people across the U.S. like I am now. Identify a problem. Creating an audio ad is time-consuming. Offer a solution. Utilize cutting-edge AI. Imagine creating all that in under 30 seconds. Well, we did. To create this ad, to learn more about AI in the audio industry, download the white paper from audiostack.ai. Anatomy of an ad. Subconsciously trigger emotions through music. Perfect. Define an opportunity. Imagine talking to millions of people across the U.S. like I am now. Identify a problem. Creating an audio ad is time-consuming. Offer a solution. Utilize cutting-edge AI. Imagine creating all that in under 30 seconds. Well, we did. To create this ad, to learn more about AI in the audio industry, download the white paper from audiostack.ai. <laughs>